Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Draws for a Minute, the podcast which took a deep dive into Steven Spielberg's 1975 masterpiece and is setting sail into uncharted waters to discover the world beyond Jaws. I am quoted in the Wall Street Journal, MJ Smith. <laughs> that without context, ridiculous. Uh, we got a lot of things to explain. That, I'm that Sarah Buttery. Context, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> still ridiculous i i can't tell you how tempted i was uh to like change our intro and be like hey welcome to let's draws for a minute the podcast which took a deep dive and then a hella long hiatus (laughs) 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 but we're back uh so all good um yeah we'll address the proverbial elephant in the room room. which is yeah which is why we um have not uh had some episodes out i mean we have a a a planned hiatus let's say every year um which is usually around kind of the holidays like we usually bank a load of episodes in december and then take like a couple weeks off and then come back again in january and that was absolutely the plan again this time around so we wrapped up with hook uh, we recorded a Patreon episode, I think. Oh, yes. Our Poltergeist episode was, yeah, that's it. It was the last episode that we that we put out. Um, and then, uh, without beating around the bush, things kind of went to shit a little yeah. bit. So we, we wanted to, before we get back into LJ Fan proper, and that is the good news, we are going to be back um, recording proper episodes again soon. We just kind of wanted to have this little episode as uh, it's kind of hitting a reset in a lot of ways, but just explaining where we've been uh what we've got coming up and yeah i so grateful of our incredible listeners who have stuck with us and reached out to us and checked in to make sure we're all okay and and everything over the last um seven months or so so yeah i feel like we kind of owe it to our to our listeners to um give a a little bit of a not just to you know peace out and then come back without saying anything so um yeah I gently steering this over to you, MJ, if you wanted to uh, chat as much as you are comfortable with about, yeah, I guess why we've not been around for the last seven months or so. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, it's my fault. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's, uh, it's been one heck of a year in MJ land. So, uh, just both, um, personal and technical difficulties uh put us on hiatus for this long um that's kind of all i really want to say about it um eagle-eyed uh listeners on my twitter have probably probably know but that's that's about as far as i'm willing to say on the on the show um it's not anything i'm not open to discussing but it's also like i want to be uh respectful and so uh i'll just say take care of your mental health folks um and yeah everything's okay now um but <laughs> yeah largely this hiatus has been a result of um just some stuff going on in my personal life and then once that the dust kind of settled on that um my computer just tanked and that was also partially my fault as i was trying to do a deep clean on it and accidentally broke my processor on my on my desktop um so i've been waiting on uh new parts for it but they should be coming this week which is why you hear me now i'm recording on my phone but i didn't want to do seven or eight months of recording on my phone um i'm happy to do one but i don't like the audio quality uh of the phone and trying to record natively and um do all that it's it's so much more labor intensive and annoying on a phone than it is a computer so i just didn't want to the easiest thing um, particularly with everything else that was going on at the time, was to just pump the brakes on the show. As much as we love you guys, this thing is free. 
Um, so it's, you know, <laughs> it's not an easy thing to pump the brakes on. I don't want to say that we made the decision lightly um, to do it, but it was also something that could have and needed to be less of a priority in my life over the last handful of months. So um, that said, both shows are back if you are a, a crossover listener. Um, I don't quite know what real perspective is going to end up looking like um, in the coming weeks, but we are figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, I mean, we were kind of ready to come back to recording like a couple months, couple of months yeah. ago, and then is when the kind of whole stuff with your <laughs> computer right. just uh, blew up. I mean, literally. Um Right. So yeah, it's not not for want of trying that we've you know been on a on a pause for as long as as long as we have, and obviously, yeah, it's not like we haven't spoken for the last right. seven months. We speak uh, pretty much every yeah. day, and so I have been checking in on each other as well. So it's yeah, a decision that was I, I know you joke when you say it's your fault, but I mean, we made the decision together that it was better to pause rather than you know me carrying on with someone else as a temporary co-host or anything like that it was just the the best thing to do um to do at the time given everything that was that was going on but yeah we and hopefully were sort of clear you know while we were on hiatus as well that we we were going to be back that we were going to be putting out um other episodes i mean we had a we had a, a sneaky little bonus episode that yeah. i was able to to rustle up um shout out to greg sestero for coming on and, and chatting to us which was um really great i had a couple of other sort of we had some other ideas and and things lined up to sort of fill the interim but they didn't all kind of come to come to fruition but it was really nice to just put out something and be like hello we still exist yeah, i was so so <laughs> um, sad to miss that that episode um it would have been yeah uh we'll have to get greg back because yeah. i i would like to talk like properly about like a movie because i especially when we do like a horror season because i know he's very very big into his horror so i think we'll have to try and get him back on as a as a guest yeah but, but sarah yeah, isn't join <laughs> look if there's one thing we've realized in the seven months that we have not been recording episodes um, it is that apparently I am a horror fan. I feel like this started, or this revelation came out on the Poltergeist Patreon episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been I've been ripping through the Scream films in the last couple of weeks. Um... <laughs> and they're all good. And they're all good. I Even the ones that people told me were bad, I've still enjoyed to some extent. I We've not watched five and six. Um yet which i hear very mixed things about a lot of people are like they're great they're like a return to form and then some people are like the joke's wearing thin now so yeah well it's both right so i think five is great i think six is the worst scream movie but it's not a bad movie so it's yeah it's not as good as a lot of the other ones to me but it's not terrible either like i would still say it's a good movie it's just the worst scream movie Mm. See, I had everyone apart from you and Martin telling me that Scream 3 was really bad and I enjoyed it. Scream so. 3 is great. I love that movie <laughs> a lot. It's so, so ridiculous. I love yeah. Patrick Warburton in that movie. I just love that he's in a Scream movie to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. As soon as he popped up, I was like, I know that guy. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> I know that voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ghostface Poison. Um, the poison for Ghostface. <laughs> Yeah, real good. So yeah, uh, shocking news. I am a horror fan, apparently. Yeah. So um, we'll see where that leads us in the in the future. We have well, I have been adding some uh more seasons to our like planned list of future seasons that we already had. Um, so rest assured, we are not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Because I want to record all of those episodes that we have got planned yes. out. Um, return to Spielberg at some point as well. Obviously, we did our first uh, non-Jaws season was covering Spielberg films. Next up is going to be Shark films. Uh, we've still got 
so much <laughs> so much stuff to cover i mean even just mapping out our next season the the shark movie season our planned recording schedule that takes us to like the end of this right. year so with like fortnightly releases i mean it's we're really kind of not taking our time getting through this because we would not be able to record these ones weekly um but spreading spreading it out i mean we would by this point if we hadn't been on hiatus we'd be on to whatever our next season would have been by now so which is kind of wild to think about. yeah we would be on our third post jaws season yeah they last i guess roughly like five to six months Mm -hmm. depending on how many films we cover i mean most of them are like 10 10 films or 10 episodes per kind of mini season there's some shorter ones as well but um yeah i guess open to suggestions as well i mean it it may be that we already have them on my great big spreadsheet but if there are some things that are kind of jaws adjacent or related to jaws or things that you would like us to talk about then i'm absolutely open to those ideas because this spreadsheet is just me sitting there thinking what can we talk about so (laughs) um yeah send send those our way if you think of anything yes please um Um, oh go ahead Mm. I was going to say, in this uh, new and exciting LJ Fam 2.0 world, did you want to share some news about our fabulous new theme song that we yes. will have maybe for this uh, We maybe should. for the next one? Um, <laughs> I have not listened to it yet. We have a rough draft of it, um, yes. which I have not been able to listen to yet because, you know, computer broken. <laughs> um <clears throat> But, yeah, uh, Harley, uh, friend of the show, Harley uh, Mumford, and host of the Fundamentals podcast, he has provided us with a wonderful new theme song, which you've is sort of old, but sort of new. Um, so it is a snippet of the, uh, oh my god, is it a Kings of Leon song? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Parody yes, a parody of the Kings of Leon song. Is it called You Somebody? Is that the name of the song? Yeah, that's the original right. song. And so and he wrote is, a... Uh, Eat Somebody? Yeah, yeah. And so he wrote a parody of it from the perspective of uh, Bruce himself uh, <laughs> called Eat Somebody because I made one stupid joke at a screening of Jaws uh to my friends who had never seen it before and harley took that and ran with it um and we appreciate commitment (laughs) to a bit on this show uh get it a bit that (laughs) wait (laughs) that is uh i feel uh, like just now having this realization about the 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 new theme song is like it so accurately just sums up this podcast in a nutshell, which is like one stupid joke becomes a thing that is far bigger than it should ever be. Uh, and then ends up becoming something that we find really funny and therefore continue to, yeah. <laughs> to, this is... to roll with. That is basically what we do. Yeah, this is how I ended up quoted in the Wall Street Journal next to Anthony Fantano. Yeah, look, we gotta, for anyone who has not seen MJ's Twitter, we gotta talk about this quickly. Yeah, so... (laughs) It's the stupidest thing. (laughs) So, uh, former president of the United States, this goes all the way to the top, you guys. Um, (laughs) Former president of the United States, uh, Barack Hussein Obama, releases, twice a year, he releases, like, a playlist of what he's been listening to, and a book list of what he's been reading, and then at the end of every year, he also releases a movie list of, like, movies he liked over the year. The problem with that is that nobody thinks those lists are real whatsoever. Um, They feel (laughs) very much, like, designed by a PR team to appeal to the most amount of people possible. Um, Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, not for the first time, by the way, uh, I tweeted about that um, Mm -hmm. and said that this one, this one that he released this summer, was actually the most believable one so far. And then I said, good job, uh, PR team in charge of making Obama seem cool. 
And <laughs> then the Wall Street Journal reached out to me to ask if they could interview me um, about how nobody believes that Obama's playlists and reading lists are real. And yeah, technically they reached out to LJ Right. Fam, so, so this person went to my Twitter <laughs> bio, found the LJ Fam Twitter, found the LJ Fam link tree in the LJ Fam bio, and then found our email address from that. <laughs> and that is an intense amount of journalism for what that subject was. So I was like, I absolutely will give you 15 minutes of my time. You put in so much work for this. <laughs> and yeah, I was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal and ended up being quoted twice. Um, yeah. In it, prior prior to Anthony Fantano, the internet's mu busiest music nerd, uh, somehow they decided I would be better for <laughs> reader retention than... Uh, than than the melon himself uh so <laughs> that's a thing that you can find on my twitter is a link to that article because that's a very silly reason to be in the wall street journal but that is why i'm in the wall street journal and i had so many friends be like oh yeah i sent that to my buddy and told them about what happened and i was like yeah <laughs> that makes sense but this just is like an another like notch in the belt of ridiculous shit happening to MJ. Um, like I am not <laughs> a particularly lucky person when it comes to like games of chance or like raffles and contests and stuff. I'm lucky for dumb shit, and this still counts <laughs> among that. Like I don't know if I've told this story. I met Al Roker of the Today Show at a at a monkeys concert in my hometown. <laughs> um, one time I got ghosted by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, <laughs> one time I found myself with a press pass and behind the scenes access to the discovery for formerly comedy central, currently discovery channel television show battle bots. Um, <laughs> dumb shit happens to me like this all the time. But I had just gotten done telling some friends <laughs> that like most of the time that I say yes to doing stuff, it's not necessarily because I want to do that thing. It's because I think that thing will provide me with a very, very funny story to tell. And that's more important to me <laughs> than me actually having a good time doing that thing. And yeah, <laughs> that's what this, what this was like the perfect distillation of that ethos. It's it's exceptionally on brand. I mean, I I played the the tiniest role in this, which is I saw the email, screenshotted it, and sent it to you. I'm sure you would have picked it up as well. But I was just like, it was like a message for like from the Wall Street Journal to our LJ Fam email account, and I was like, what the <laughs> what the heck is this? So I sent it to you, and then I mean, you being quoted in the Wall Street Journal for a sensible reason would that would be surprising right to right me. i've dedicated um, the majority of my free time over the last two decades to thoughtful critical analysis of media um <laughs> but this is how i end up in the wall street journal and it feels like that's that, yeah silly that's why that's 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 a better reason than 20 years of trying to to, to get people to think about movies and the media they consume critically yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's so brilliant. It really, it really is. And like you said, the, the effort taken to find us in that way as well. And like, it's it, for a very not exciting reason and actually nothing got published. So that a similar thing happened, um, but it was a local paper and it was about when I didn't have any water. So, I mean... <laughs> We all know who's going places out of the uh, LJ Fan also, podcast. <laughs> so I was telling everyone I knew about this because it was such a silly thing. And finally someone was like, Obama's going to know who you are. And I had not <laughs> considered that he could read this piece. Um, because 
Of course it's a possibility. At the very least, someone on his team definitely read this article. They had to have. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Because I'm sure, like, you know, <laughs> he's the former president. I'm sure he has, like, just, like, a PR somebody just put a stack of articles on his desk every day of, like, here's all the times you were mentioned over in media over the last 24 hours. Um, yeah. And so that had to have gone in there, right? Like, um, <laughs> yep. So I, the, the, they, so... they didn't publish this, but I did call him cringe in the interview. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're quoted in that article as like Denver podcast uh -huh. host MJ right. Smith. Uh, so theoretically the this this article crosses obama's desk he reads it he reads your your little comment he's like oh podcast host intrigued he googles or twitters uh looks you up yeah. finds lj fam uh what i'm trying to say is obama is listening to this episode. hello barry <laughs> hi barry Imagine. how's it going <laughs> not not hi barry <laughs> Oh. And maybe he tells his uh, potentially good pal King Chuck, King Chuck and yes. they listen to and they listen to it. <laughs> yeah, wild. My um... mother very sincerely <laughs> said, "Well, I hope you don't get a visit from the Secret Service over this." Oh. And she <laughs> was not joking. Oh, she's so wholesome. Yes. <laughs> That's real cute. Um, um, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> I was probably doled out the lightest criticism any president has ever received. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't think this is going to have like world altering implications, but apart from Obama listening to this podcast. I am I don't know. I am both Woodward and Bernstein, I feel like. <laughs> it's well i'm glad we got the chance to talk about it because like i when i saw that email and the 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 idea of you being quoted in the wall street journal for this absolutely insane reason was very amusing to me and it's it's not disappointed yeah. it's truly the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> oh yeah i put it on my story on instagram and i heard from people i have not spoken to in years <laughs> oh <laughs> it's, it's real good anywho yeah also um... that listeners the reason that went on <laughs> way longer than it should have is that's the first time sarah and i have talked about it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, not in twitter right. this is the first time we have actually got the chance to, to, to laugh about the uh ludicrous situation that happened but um, slightly back on track for this, uh, you know, <laughs> not very uh, thorough episode plan that we have here. But we uh, important, actually, that we did want to say a, a special and huge thank you to our patrons, um, almost all of whom have stayed with us um, and continue to donate this whole time, even though we've not been putting episodes out for you so that truly blows my my tiny little mind that even though you know the whole thing of us setting up the patreon was extra episodes bonus content and what have you um i would have fully understood if all of our patrons had just been like okay cool i'll come back when you're releasing episodes but um they stayed with us and at a time when you were having to buy some very expensive computer parts it was so with that, that um, I want to give a special <laughs> shout out in particular to patron Eric, who is sending me free of charge uh, one of the parts that I need for my computer. What a hero. Thank you, Eric. Yes. For your support and also for that. That is amazing. And yeah, we'll give a, a little shout out and thank you to our patrons now. So they are Tim, Eric, as already mentioned, uh, Blake, Andrew, Rachel, Katie, Mike, Callum, Cameron, Jack, Uncut Gems Podcast, Griff, and Chris. So huge thank you um, to our patrons. Uh, promise that we are going to have more regular 
Patreon episodes um, coming up soon. Uh, and in fact, our first episode, proper episode back is going to be a Patreon episode. Did you want to uh, explain what we're, what we're doing, MJ? I think people probably know already. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your kids are assholes. No, wait, that's the second one. Uh, dang it. Um, although that's the <laughs> last line of the first movie. So we are doing films produced by Steven Spielberg, um, particularly films produced by Steven Spielberg during the era that we covered him on our uh, first Spielberg season. So um, the first episode we did was about Poltergeist, and that's a great listen. If you guys have not listened to that episode, uh, it is, I think, one of the episodes most worth subscribing to the Patreon for. Um, And also you get to hear the discovery that Sarah is actually very into horror films. (laughs) um but following that up we are uh uh where we're podcasting we don't need roads we are going to be talking about a beloved beloved film back to the future part one um and yeah uh when's the last time you saw back to the future probably not that long ago actually (laughs) like it feels like one of those films that is just it's shown pretty regularly on TV yeah. here, kind of like Jaws is. Um, so actually like sat down and properly watched it. I would say it's, it's certainly within the last year. So Yeah, it's been a while for me, but also not that long. Like it's been years. I think we mm-hmm. watched it during lockdown. <laughs> right. So... Yeah. Within the last half decade, for sure. I know I also went to a screening of it. Like, I saw it in a proper theater. Um, and, mm-hmm. oh boy, highly recommend doing that if you ever got the opportunity. That is a great movie to watch with a crowd. Um, Hell yeah. Yep, and I'm sure we will talk more about this on the episode, but what a score. Mm, it's so good. <laughs> I think it's one of my favorite things about that oh, film, yeah. which is full of a lot of my favorite things. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, it's one of those films where, like, I don't, I probably don't need to rewatch it. I've seen it so many times, but obviously, I'm going to rewatch it for this. It's, it's one of those <laughs> movies. Because an excuse. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where, like, every time I revisit it, I'm like, this is the time I'm gonna like the magic is gonna wear off, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. d- does yeah. not happen. Like, it is just it is just one of those movies that is like, um. I call it like unfuck withable, where it's just like, oh yeah, this is yeah. as good as everyone says it is, and still is. Yep, and actually, like the, I would say they they go down in quality slightly, but the whole trilogy, incredibly watchable. Like I, I've got a lot of time for both the second and third. So I don't both, like two really at all. Um, I think two is actually kind of right. bad. But three is my favorite because, like, it's not the best one for sure. But three is my favorite because it was the one that was on TV the most, and so I grew up watching three the right. most, and I love that movie mm-hmm. a lot. It's it's so good, and a lot of people say it's like the the weakest. I would probably rank them one, three, two yeah. as well. But that's I love all of them so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can see that, like, there's some stuff in 2 that's a bit, eh. Yeah. And it's quite deliberately just, well, I mean, it literally does rehash the first film yes. at times, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we will, I don't, were the sequels also produced by Spoon? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, we're only covering the first one. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm yeah. sure, I'm certain okay. they were. Um, because they, they, they made 2 and 3 back to back. Like, filmed mm-hmm. them at the same time. Because mm-hmm. two directly leads into three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited to talk about that to the future. We're just sorting out a, a guest for that one, so we should have someone joining us uh, for that. If not, it'll, it'll just be us. Um, and then after that, uh, we will finally get started on our um, next series proper, which is Shark Movies. Please. Very excited uh <laughs> very excited to talk about that i was thinking well i'm just gonna thinking out loud clearly here i i don't know what we're gonna do for our patreon episodes for that 
series. If we just find some more shark films that we haven't covered. I mean, I've picked kind of mostly good Yeah, ones I was thinking what if we do series, shitty so... ones? That would be kind the of The people have demanded we do shark. I was literally just about to say one of them has to be Ouija Shark, and then I would quite like to make you watch Shark Exorcist. Shark Exorcist yeah, so that that's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. just so that <laughs> just so that I'm not the only person. Uh, well, me and Martin, uh, just so we're not the only people who have seen it. Correct. Because I just need other people to share in my misery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That makes sense. I mean, that's exactly why Ouija Shark too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll brainstorm whilst we're recording yeah. here, but that I think that will work for our our patron episodes, um, covering some of the not so great ones. I mean, we've got Sharknado in our main um, list, so <laughs> that kind of skirts both sides. But um, it does. But I think Sharknado yeah. is genuinely a fun movie. It is. It really is, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also... <laughs> we talking about that. We won't go into the sequels. Yeah, but... yeah no, the sequels are not good. Um, Sharknado is currently embroiled in a uh, battle with Archie in Archie Comics, is what I've learned somewhat recently. <laughs> is that the thing you sent me? Yeah, that's a real comic book that exists. Bananas. Yep. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I guess, I mean, we've got, uh, surprisingly, our our guest, well, not surprisingly, because lots of people want to come on and talk about movies, but um, we've got quite a few of our slots, uh, guest slots filled already for the shark movie season. Um, let me just have a look, and then I can say, as of time of recording, uh, what ones we don't have guests for. So, having a look at the list, we currently don't have guests for Shark Knight, uh, Bait, uh, that's a really good film actually, um, USS Indianapolis Men of Courage, uh, if anyone is a Nick Cage Yeah, <laughs> my boy. And uh, 47 Meters Down, which I know um, quite a lot of people like, even though the end is garbage. Um so yeah, we've got four, I think, looking at the list correctly, we've got four um, films currently that we don't have guests for. So if you do want to guest on one of those, then um, just let us know. We'll probably put a call out on Twitter as well um, to fill up those remaining guest slots. And I think we're probably going to have to cover the Meg and the Meg 2 maybe a little earlier than what we've yeah. found at the moment, because the Meg 2 comes out like, next week i think soon, or right? either next week or the week after oh dang and we've got everyone's favorite uh megalodon fan super fan researcher uh yep. <laughs> genius <Yep. laughs> who is already down to talk about the meg um so jack uh we might be doing the double <laughs> yeah yeah the 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 barbenheimer of uh of lj fam which is just the the meg twice yeah yeah the, <laughs> the meg square yeah um uh, i hope the second <laughs> i hope the second one is better than the first one i don't it's it is what it is but there's not enough shark in that film and i want more shark so from my shark films. yeah <laughs> yeah we, so i have a question which of these are you looking forward to talking to talking about the most Ooh, okay. Um, for different reasons, um, Deep Blue Sea, I Love that have movie. a great affection for because, as I have said on the podcast previous previously, uh, Deep Blue Sea was my gateway drug to joy. And also, um, your hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> right. <It's, laughs> I haven't. I, <laughs> I haven't seen it in such a long time. Um, but it's one that i love a lot and there's a lot of jaws references in it yeah pretty much from the get-go you get to um yeah i'm looking i'm intrigued shall we say about what you're gonna think of the shallows because i know you haven't seen it um and i don't know where you're gonna fall on it (laughs) 
because I think so many people are like, oh, The Shallows is great. It's one of like the better shark movies. I've heard it's good. And then there's just something in the back of, there's just something in the back of my mind that's like, MJ's going to hate this. I don't know why. I just, I just have a weird feeling about it. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to Indianapolis Men of Courage. Yes, because it has my all-time favorite man in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, this might be stolen valor, but I don't care. Sir Nicholas Cage, I do believe he would be a knight if he were British. Um, but I recently learned that that movie was directed by the star of Jaws the Revenge, Mario Van Peebles. What? <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, I was watching the film. Oh, I have been meaning to talk to you about this. We should probably add this to our list somewhere or uh, do some press. I can cut this part out, but I want to talk to the people behind shark exploitation. Um, yes. So I was watching shark exploitation, and they interview Mario Van Peebles, and his little thing said, "Actor Jaws: The Revenge, director USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage," and I was like. Fucking what? <laughs> yeah, because we were wondering, I I think when we spoke about this before, like, what if any Jaws references there may be in that film? Uh, there's a fucking reference in the director. <laughs> yep. Huh. Yep. Well, that's, uh, I've, he- I've heard that film is not good, sure. but also, it's Nick Cage. So... Yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to be a little bit interested in it if Nicolas Cage is in it. Yeah, I can't believe there's a Nicolas Cage film that is also shark adjacent that you haven't seen. Yeah, so I'm, I gotta be honest, most of these are blind spots for me. Mm. Um, the only ones of these I can tell you I've seen are Deep Blue Sea and Sharknado. I've seen every single one of these. Oh, really? <laughs> apart from, apart from Men of Courage. So the yeah, other one, the one is a guest who like, and like, I am not. This is not shade to Mr. Rob Wallace, who is coming on for the reef, but he like invited himself on because he liked that movie so much. Like, he was like, "Oh, this is." He was like, "I would be absolutely down to come on and talk about it if you need a guest for that." uh film and i was like okay like let me check the schedule but he the he said it was sexy and like what <laughs> kind of a lot of these ones are apart from shark tail um <laughs> which i've put on for pure comedy sure. yeah, well because um, it's also got the eyebrows himself mr martin scorsese in it i cannot wait to talk about Martin Scorsese voicing a little pop of fish in that film because <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah I feel oh, like and it looks like him and all that like the the, the um the Robert De Niro mm-hmm. shark looks like Robert De Niro yep. <laughs> yep. it's so good I feel like <laughs> Spielberg was like hey you know how I got you that job directing Cape Fear <laughs> Um, time to pay the piper. You've got to voice a puffer fish <laughs> in this shark movie with Will Smith. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> despite the fact Spielberg, I don't, to my knowledge, does not have any connection to Shark Tale. Well, DreamWorks. Oh, uh, uh, well, of course. What do I know? <laughs> The S in the SKG. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the one. That film is. I mean, I don't remember it being good. Yeah, um, sure. Certainly, but lot to unpack. Um, watch that episode be well. One pure chaos, and two mostly just talking about Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be mostly talking about Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Yeah, 
as yeah. someone who has yeah. fought the urge That's... every day for the last two weeks to not just watch Raging Bull again, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah. It's, that's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And I, for one, can't wait. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be, our, that'll be our next season. So if you want to come on for one of those episodes, um, let us know. If you are uh, also desperate to come on and talk about either, I think we've decided, Ouija Shark or Shark Exorcist, I cannot imagine we're going to have people... Um, hammering down our doors uh wanting to go, <laughs> to go on those episodes but there we go um they're very fun and very stupid um actually they're not fun shark exorcist is not, is not fun what am i saying yeah. uh they're bad but fun to yeah ouija shark is so, also not very fun but it's very funny <laughs> um and yeah. now i gotta see if the sequel is out because i know they were working on a ouija shark too i love that you've got to watch Ouija Shark again and I have to watch Shark Exorcist again which I vowed I would never do but the things we do for podcasting uh, Ouija Shark 2 <laughs> is in fact out well uh, the double yep <laughs> yep. Sharks of the Corn is a, is a real movie hmm. Sharkula <laughs> Yeah, I really when I was putting together the list of shark films, I was like, these have got to be good ones. Yeah, or like at least ones that are watchable because I feel like a whole season of just shitty ones. Because I know we get people who like watch a you like watch along as well, or watch the film, or listen to us talk about it, and then watch the film. And I'm like, I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for, <laughs> for making our poor listeners watch. Uh, a load of shitty shark films after they just watched some of the best films of Spielberg's career. With yeah, us. So, that's fair, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No context <laughs> screenshot from Ouija Shark 2 incoming. Cannot wait. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have a shark in it, so nope. intrigued. Yep. Um, it also has a man so... in what appears to be hell doing Doctor Strange hands. Uh, hell, but with like PS2 graphics. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, wow. Cannot wait for that. Um, <laughs> so, going even further than our next series, which is talking about shark movies, we've got lots of fun things planned. I don't know how much we want to say about our 2025 plans. I think we have spoken about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, do you want to? Tell people where we where we might be in uh, 2025. Yeah, so I know this is going to be... Um, we have a... Well, to me, international audience, but to Sarah, just a domestic audience. Um, but the I think the majority <laughs> of you guys are uh, UK-based, um, which means you're going to need time if you want to uh, save up for this. But as it stands... Um, your favorite uh, shark-themed podcast is planning on uh, descending upon the, the the small island of Martha's Vineyard um, in 2025 <laughs> uh, around around July 4th. We haven't set dates quite yet. We also have not set like a real official plan. We just want to put it on your radar. Um, so the reason we're doing that is it is the 50th anniversary of Jaws in 2025. And we want to do something special um, for you guys and for us, uh, because Sarah and I have never met in person. And um, <laughs> yeah, so we just want to turn the celebration of this thing that not only that we love, but something that has become I think deeply meaningful to the two of us. Um, mm -hmm. We want to share that with you guys. And I think that's the best way to do it is by celebrating the 50th anniversary of our favorite movie with everyone. Um, mm -hmm. So the things that like there, there are irons in the fire and like, I don't want to tip the hand too much just in case some of it doesn't come to fruition. Um, but the thing I am going to fight tooth and nail, like come hell or high water, I am going to do everything in my power to make this happen. 
is we want to do a at the very least a screening of the film in Martha's Vineyard um but we don't want it to be a normal screening of Jaws we want it to be <laughs> a like raucous screening of Jaws where we're all quoting the movie along with it like you know with like the room or rocky horror uh i don't think we're going to be shadow casting but um <laughs> you know and i don't i mean it'll depend on what venue we can book uh re throwing stuff like don't bring license plates to just chuck at the screen is what i'm saying <laughs> um or shark carcasses <laughs> um but I think that's something we want to do. Uh, and that is like, that is going to be the thing that I'm going to like, I want that. If, if only one thing can happen while we're in Martha's Vineyard, that's the thing I want to happen is to watch the movie with like yeah. the, the LJ fam fam. Yeah, it, it would, it, it would be so much fun. I mean, we've spoken quite a bit about um, other plans and things that we might do. Um, we're going to, I think first thing we need to figure out is when we're going to be there because obviously that then shapes a lot of the other plans. So we're going to reach out to um, some some locals and just find out when there is when it's likely that the kind of anniversary stuff will be happening because it's either going to be around 4th of July or it's going to be the anniversary of the film coming out and obviously we don't want to show up. Yeah. yeah we don't want to show up like two weeks after all the the funds happened and then be like hey yeah. <laughs> you're ready for some more jewels. yeah so, so this is something we want um, to like work with the community like uh on uh like the yeah. community and martha's vineyard yeah. so if you have connections out there please let us know like we're at this point we're kind of just gonna be cold calling people to be like hey can we bring <laughs> our weird little shark podcast out to your unassuming islands <laughs> I know I know the last time yeah. this happened yeah. it didn't go great. <laughs> yeah, but we'll uh we'll 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 go easier on them I think it, than the, <laughs> the filming of a movie. <laughs> sure. Um but there there is um as far as I'm aware anyway there's um this uh new exhibition that's opening I believe in 2025. Um, which is kind of celebrating Martha's Vineyard's connection to Jaws. So if you are thinking of coming, I mean, amazing. Obviously, right. we would love to see you there. Um, but there will be kind of like Jawsy stuff for you to do. Right. And if you're a Jaws fan, then you get to either go on one of the tours or take yourself off around all the filming locations and stuff yep. as well. So it's not, you're not just <laughs> coming all that way to hang out with us, even though we would absolutely love that. There will be like other stuff happening for sure um, if you do decide to do the jaws walking tour please do not heckle the poor tour guides <laughs> yeah side note we discussed um off mic uh a little while ago that when we are both in martha's vineyard we will have to do our own tour because imagine um us two being on like some poor unsuspecting tour guides tour. <laughs> we'll just we'll do our own little one we'll just uh we'll do a self-guided yeah <laughs> yeah because the minute they get something wrong then it's just like oh sarah and mj need bail <laughs> yeah yeah i could see it going uh <laughs> very wrong very quickly um but yeah it was i'm very excited about it i mean excited because i've always wanted to go to mother's vineyard and um, it's for the special anniversary as well. We will get to hang out, MJ, which is exciting. Um, and hopefully plan some some fun Jawsy activities to do as well for any <laughs> listeners who happen to make the uh, make the trek over there. Yes. Um, so yeah, very, very excited about that. Um we have uh I'm really gonna like this is gonna be very frustrating, but I'm just not gonna say anything about the, <laughs> the other thing. That we're kind of um we've got on our little back burner of um of ideas when we can share about it we will um but behind the scenes uh team lj fam has been working on i don't want to call it a little something because it's quite a big something no. um yeah. <laughs> but something very exciting that i think we've probably in passing mentioned on previous it's episodes been alluded um, to at least once 
I know that for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. But we are sort of like putting putting things in place or at least just like initial planning for something that we both really want to do related to Jaws, related to the pod. Um, that is uh, very exciting. And I, re- I don't want to say any more than that because I'm very bad at keeping secrets. Right, right. So we'll just... Yep. Uh, We'll leave it at that before I ruin the whole thing. Yes. But, yeah. uh, Stay tuned. Yes, that will be <laughs> even post 2025, I think, is when, not not when we will disclose what that is, but when that is going to happen. So this is a, yeah, a megalodon-sized undertaking that, that we're considering here. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just, just a little bit. But I think, yeah, it's still... I mean, I wanted to mention all of these things because we're really excited about them. We haven't just been sitting on our butts during this nope. uh, incredibly difficult and stressful time, uh, particularly for MJ. We've been we've been talking, we've been planning, we've been thinking about things, um, not just short term but long term as well for for what we want to do with the podcast. So we're really excited about all of that, and and super super excited to be back and. A huge thank you again, I mean, especially to our patrons, but just to all of the listeners who have kind of stuck with us and just been really kind and nice about it all. I mean, I'm sure you've had a lot of messages and stuff, MJ, and spoken yeah, to people. Yeah, for sure. It's, just, it's nice to know that we haven't been forgotten about. Yes, this time. definitely. <laughs> um, oh, I got to see Jaws at Red Rocks is something I feel like I want to talk about. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah. so at the beginning of june of this year so i live in colorado and they announce in may or april or something like this series called films on the rocks and it's like the denver film society shows movies at red rocks which is you know a world famous amphitheater here in colorado um like 30 minutes south of denver and <clears throat> those of you guys who have been listening for a while you know i'm a big concert nerd live music production background all that stuff so red rocks is to a live concert or a live music uh nerd like myself that is like one of the holy grail sites right it's like that hollywood bowl um the gorge in washington um you know uh Weirdly, like, Wembley, because of how much Queen played there. Um, And (laughs) I have lived in Colorado for two years and haven't been. And so they announced this series, and it was like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, which is not the name of the movie, but whatever. Uh, Mamma Mia, like, just like, you know, stuff that uh, Top Gun Maverick, Black Panther 1. Stuff that I was interested in, but was like, I can't take a Monday off work to go see, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark at... You know, I just watched it for the show and I love that movie, but like, that's not something that's going to get me to take a day off of work and like travel two hours south to go watch, you know. Um, And then at the beginning of June of this year, they announced that on July 6th, they would be screening Jaws at Red Rocks. (laughs) And I was like, well, damn it. Uh, So I... Like, marked the on-sale date on my calendar, uh, made sure to buy the VIP tickets um, to uh, guarantee myself, like, reserved seating. Um, and then Adam Moffat from The Bond We Share, uh, friends, of the sh- friends of the show, uh, Adam and Allison. Adam flew out here uh, from Mississippi. Uh to, for one day, just to go to Red Rocks with me and watch Jaws. <laughs> and it was awesome. Also, I know what you're thinking. MJ, mm-hmm. d- did you email them to try and introduce the movie? I absolutely did. And I did not hear back whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> it kicked ass. It was so cool watching it with, like, I mean, it was, it had to have been 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, because it the the venue holds ten thousand, and it wasn't sold out. But it wasn't. It was over half full. I know that. So minimum like 
5,500 people. Um, which is nuts. And just watching <laughs> that movie in a place like that, like Red Rocks is a crazy, crazy venue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever seen pictures of it, or if you haven't, Google Red Rocks and see look at pictures of it, and then picture watching Jaws there. Um, but then seeing like clearly like Jaws fans of all ages there, but also like families showing their kids for the first time. Um, it was just electric. It was the best screening of Jaws I think I've ever been to. Um, everybody sang Show Me the Way to Go Home with them, which was real great. Uh, I've never been to a screening where that happens. Um, I did wear my own merch to that. Um, <laughs> Imagine not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wore, uh, and it's Jaws O'Clock Somewhere shirt. And then Adam wore uh, uh, a standard issue LJ Fam logo shirt as well. Um, and at one point, Adam went to the bathroom, and then someone with the Denver Film Society asked if they could take a picture of my shirt. And he got back like as they were finishing taking my picture. Um, <laughs> Did that end up like? Because you said it might end up on their like social medias or something. No, it, it didn't, anywhere. and I know exactly why. It's because my dumbass forgot uh, that he needed a ticket. So, uh, <laughs> because we had VIP, we had the VIP wristbands that gave us access to the like reserved seating area. But music production brain was like wristband is entry because wristband is usually backstage entry. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I'll be good with the wristband. And so I just put my wristband on and then left my ticket <laughs> in the car. And um, that's not how that works when you're a patron. And uh, so the thing is, uh, Red Rocks is at 64, uh, 6,450 feet which is about 3,000 feet higher than where I live. Um, So it's like 1,966 meters, if I'm doing the conversion correctly. Um, So pretty dang high. (laughs) Like a moron, I ran back to the car. And uh, the air is real thin up there. And I was very out of breath. And then by the time I got to my seat, I was very sweaty. And I looked, I must have looked like a mess. Um, So I was super sweaty and like still catching my breath when this person asked me to take a picture. And she took it, but I was like, there's no way that's ending up on a social media website because I look (laughs) like an insane person. (laughs) Well, their loss. Uh, more people not getting to see the great I was so oxygen starved too that I wasn't like like I didn't even think like oh I have a Jaws podcast like person who works at the Denver Film Society (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey look our our fortunes are going to turn around now that Obama listens to us so it's okay (laughs) thanks Obama (laughs) Cheers, Baz. Um... <laughs> Did you call him Baz? I mean, yeah. yes. That's amazing. It's the shortened term for Barry. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. That's not a thing here. Not to my knowledge. I think this is a. I think this is a UK. Yeah. Thing. Wait a. Wait a. Wait a tick. Is. Are you telling me the director of Moulin Rouge <laughs> is just named fucking Barry? Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm googling it right this very second. Uh, nope. Uh, that's just a nickname. <laughs> okay. It's Mark and Mark Anthony Baz Lerman. So do you? So if someone was called like Darren, you wouldn't call them Daz and in the US. No, I've never heard that ever. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Now I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> this is brand new information to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Huh. I thought this, I thought this 
span. I thought this was global. I think it's Australian as well. Well, yeah, that's why I was thinking. Which, I mean, the... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barry Lerman, the, yeah, uh, famous, <laughs> famous Australian film director. Barry Lerman. <laughs> Because I was going to say, that really recontextualizes a lot of, like, that makes a lot of his shit way less cool. <laughs> no shade, oh. by the way, it's a friend of the show, Perry Levitt. Um, yeah, I was going to say, he's coming for you, he's in the DMs right I have, now. I have, um, I have no problems with... People named Barry, I would have a massive problem if that specific dude was just named Barry. <laughs> Specifically, Basil. Yes. Um, so, I'm guessing... It's uh, <laughs> blown my mind slightly. Because we like someone who is called Gary might be called Gaz, or usually Gazza. G-A-double-Z-A. Nope. My boss's name is Gary, and I think he would knock me out if I called him that. (laughs) I've just Googled it, just to make sure that I'm not insane. And I'm not. Good news. Um, So, yeah, they describe them as, like, pet forms. So, like, pet forms of the name Barry are Baz and Baza. So, you're welcome. (laughs) So, are you Saz? No. Not if anyone wants to live. (laughs) My name's already short. I don't think you can shorten my name down anymore. <laughs> Especially not to Sam. I mean, my friend Gary's calls me shorter. Sam, that's okay. <laughs> Look, I don't make the... <laughs> I don't make the as or as a rule. Gary is the here, same amount of letters. Look, I... <laughs> I think some Sarahs are probably quite happy with Saz or Sazza, but Ugh. not on my watch. <laughs> yeah. I just get that. I get the surname abbreviation. I People call me Buds or Buds, yeah, yeah. which is, I'm fine yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. This is well... Saz Buds. <laughs> Saz Buds. What, well, what if... What have we learned on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've learned that you should. Did you, who was it you said do you know called Gary? Cause, my boss. Uh, <clears throat> my boss at work. Your boss. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Maybe don't go through with the next suggestion, but I was going to say in your. First, it was the, the way uh, taking that mm-hmm. uh, across the ocean. Did that last night, I by the like way. I feel like the next thing needs. Fantastic. I, <laughs> how did it go down any better than, than previous? Nope, just confused looks from Josh and April. Well, you're, you're trying, yeah. and I see that, and I appreciate oh, yeah. that. So I think the next step up um, <laughs> will be to, <laughs> to find someone who is either called Gary, Darren, or Barry, and just just throw it out there. Yeah, uh, my nephew is named Darren. <laughs> there we go. Daz. Yeah, Daz. Done. Dazza, if you <laughs> if, if you really uh, feel that way inclined. But yeah. Yeah. There we go. Huh. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> it, well, uh, Every day is a school don't day. Don't we have... <laughs> I forgot about that phrase. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Don't we have a uh, somewhat friend of the show, Dazza Loves Movies? Yeah. yeah. Previous guest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been there in plain sight all this yeah. time. And never. <laughs> huh. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> I guess. Yep. Um, pure chaos. Uh, hope. You've all missed us, and I'm glad that we're back. <laughs> you couldn't have said that more uh, insincerely. <laughs> uh, it's just because sometimes how ridiculous we are just really hits yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get why you did it. It was, was just so funny that this is our, like, hey, everyone, thanks for sticking with us episode. And we're just like, well, I hope you missed us, fuckers. <laughs> 
way back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Well, uh, before this becomes even more chaotic, uh, anything else that you that you wanted to, to add, MJ, before we wrap things up? <laughs> uh, my apologies to Barack Hussein Obama. uh his uh i think he might uh appreciate the apology more if you use like a a more affectionate name my my apologies to (laughs) baz huz obaz um (laughs) oh oh no (laughs) i wasn't expecting the full name um (laughs) yeah they'll do it um okay um if you would like to follow us on uh all of the places hey new social media incoming uh twitter instagram and threads uh, i've posted one thing on there uh under jaws for a minute but there'll be more to come i'm sure uh we are at jaws for a minute on all of those places uh for as long as twitter still exists refuse to call it by its other name uh you can also find us at sarah buttery and at mj smith 891 um, you can email us if you've got any uh, ideas for other seasons you want us to cover. Major news publication that guests. wants a quote from us. <laughs> also that. Uh, any questions <laughs> for us um, or anything else, then yes, yeah, send that uh, to our email. You can still buy our um, beautiful merch uh, as photographed by Denver Film Society and other places. Uh, which is on Redbubble and T. Oh, a note on um, that, you, you by the way. Um, yes. I Go. specifically for this Red Rock show, I bought new pieces of merch. Um, I bought one of each logo for myself and then one for Adam. Uh, the premium T-shirt on T Public is probably the way to go, just so people know. Yeah, I I have. Well, I had one of my own T-shirts, like the the logo completely fade mm-hmm. off of it basically or like wear after a couple of washes yeah. and it's uh, i mean it's reflects on red bubble <laughs> more than yeah. us because we just pop a logo up there and and people buy it they're the ones who deal with the manufacturing side of things but yeah t public um is the way to go that will probably be where i order my next one from as well also side note uh they pay us quicker than red bubble do which is quite nice um not that you know, it doesn't matter either way, but like Redbubble, you have to reach like a certain threshold, and you're lucky if you get a payout once a year from Redbubble, honestly, unless you're really, really making loads of sales on t shirts. Right. So, um, yeah, helpful for us, great for you because you get a great quality t shirt. Um, so, yeah, you can find all the links uh, to all of these things in our uh, link tree, which is on our Twitter bio, everywhere else um and yeah that's it until we are until we are back with our first shark movie episode which is deep blue sea and then patron episode uh back to the future before that as well um until then it's jaws o'clock somewhere jazz o'clock somewhere (laughs) jazz o'clock